So all of the events almost seemed too much to believe. Thinking back, it's amazing how much had happened in such a short time. Discovering that I might be a princess was probably one of the more shocking things. I didn't think anything could top that until Blackie flew me away from Whiny. My brain wasn't catching up. I was mad at Blackie for doing what she did, even while still being awestruck for hearing her voice in my head. She found a way to explain what she'd found in the cave and why she flew Kitty and me away in a panic. At the end of it, there was even more mystery. <gasps> this is Nidak, my adventure. Written down in a better way than I can tell it. Episode 20 Voices You're not going back to get whiny, are you? Blackie's reply was to shake her wings, rearranging them on her back and flopping down on the ground. She'd been flying for a good half an hour, carrying Nedak away from Whiny and the people surrounding him. Nedak let herself drop as well. Grass softened the fall. Standing up at this moment was like standing on land after being at sea for a while. The trees on the edge of the clearing seemed to dance. She blinked hard several times. They kept wobbling, but the woozy feeling diminished. It was obvious Blackie was unable to fly any more. Nidak frowned when she looked at her. The dragon's color was back to the all-absorbent black. Did the scales only do that outside? No. Nidak was sure they'd been iridescent those first days after coming out of the cave. Kitty sat between them completely unfazed about the long flight carried in Nadek's arms. He leaned back on his haunches, washing his tummy. Seeing that, the calmness the action radiated, relaxed Nadek somewhat. What happened, Blackie? She kept most of her anger contained, but that made her voice sound tight. Surely Whiny can take care of himself? Those people wouldn't hurt him. He was a king, after all. Why did we leave Wani behind? Nidak knew that for the silly question it was. Blackie wouldn't have been able to grab both her and Wani. She'd had to choose between getting either of the two humans out or none at all. Late too was I... The voice was startling inside her head. Blackie watched her, head resting on the ground. She winked at Nadek, but there was no levity in the gesture. Instead, it radiated helplessness and confusion. Who else was late? Late for what? Nadek ignored the oddity of having a voice pop up in her head. A dragon's voice, no less. The large horned head moved slightly. Nay, late, I, hungry, needed first food. Expect not they so fast. Blackie let out a soft, deep growl. Nidak's eyebrows lifted. She hadn't heard that from the beast before. 
The curiosity of communicating with Blackie lessened their anxiety and urgency about getting back to Whiny, but only a little bit. Somehow, Blackie managed to sound disgruntled in her head. Not easy words. Learn I better will get. Show you I heard. Quicker is. Nedak had a hard time deciphering Blackie's words. While she was still working out what that last part meant, other voices sounded. She sat upright, would have jumped up if she didn't still felt woozy from the flight. But no one would have been able to sneak up on them in the open expanse, surrounded by trees. If anyone was as close as the voices sounded, she should have been able to see them. There was nobody. I told you splitting up was good. A female voice sounded prim and with an unusual breath pattern in her speech. She is not here, so must still be with him. He knows to keep her at his side. They'll catch them. We can get clues here. Any luck with that slurp? A murmured reply was obviously negative. It must have been hiding a dragon. <sighs> a deeper, rumbling voice cut in, quiet and intent. Where did it get the beast? Of course, the dragon turned on it and used its dragon's white gas. <sighs> Do put that unbelieving face away. Of course, it exists. The dragon would never have bonded with his lurp. That purple abomination will never wake up unless the dragon makes it. Huh. I cannot say that is a big loss. We'll leave it here. There is no reason to go through the effort of transporting it with us. Better to preserve the power. Huh. That purple abomination is why we almost have her, Clapper. Staying so long in one spot gave us the beacon to get Pages' signal back. Neda closed her eyes, annoyed that her suspicion about who the him of the woman's first sentence proved to be right. I know that. Be at ease. No need for unnecessary repetitions. <laughs> I admit that setting them out on different locations was a proper idea. It seems that I underestimated her severely. You know, I expected her to get eliminated by the slurps. You were right to set extra measurements in motion. Using the idiot king as a tracker worked like a charm. Pun intended. <laughs> then again, when I was convinced that blowing up her home would get it done. The calculations of where she could possibly skip to without preparation appeared to be brilliant. <laughs> you did well, and I apologize for dismissing your idea at first. There was a silence. Was that the end of the conversation? You do love to go on a tangent, and you... Always underestimate people. Apologies accepted. 
It sounded like a common thing for them, whomever they were. Well, the female voice went on, tomorrow early morning they'll get caught. The catchers might surprise them before they wake. Perhaps more difficult if they still have the dragon. But they're our best. They'll catch her. If we're lucky, they'll kill her immediately. Saves us from doing it. Either way, Patron can then be released from his bonds. He needs to get back on his throne. The advisor is getting restless. People don't want to listen to her. They only listen to the king, even if he is only a puppet. She uttered a humorless laugh, bringing goosebumps to Nedek's arms. Ha! Let's go. I've been trying to keep track of it, but you know that's not what I do best. How much longer is it? Twelve days left? It happens in thirteen days. She has to be gone by then. Hmm. Point proven. My data tracking is still bad. Hold on. In time, them heard. Stop eye in tunnel above water. Me almost seen. Nedak's mind spun, and not only from Blackie's new skill. So much information, yet so many gaps. A swell in her chest made the sadness she fell at Winnie's betrayal a physical pain. It appears he wasn't to be trusted, after all. More so, he'd been working for them the whole time. But who were they? The slurp hadn't been able to tell her. All he'd known was that the same people who'd been responsible for her parents' disappearance, death, were also the same who were hunting her now. Wait, what did Blackie say? You stopped in the tunnel above the water? Blackie nodded. Nedek squashed the tiny prick of pride she felt at understanding the dragon's last words. How did I get there, then? How did I leave? Is there another exit? Nay. At least that sentence was clear. No other entrance into the cave. They must have skipped there. How? She could only skip from the other realm to Earth and vice versa. What she didn't understand was why they waited so long to come after her. If she was such a threat to them, why didn't they kill her the same time as her parents? Why thirteen days? What happens then? What was today's date? She gasped when she figured it out. It startled Kitty, who was sitting on top of Blackie now, balancing while the dragon was curled up. She knew. She didn't know why it was significant, but she knew one thing about that day. Her birthday. You have been listening to Nadek, Chapter 20, Voices. Narrated by myself, Nadek. Adventured by and lived through by Nadek. Written in a better way than I can tell it by Astrid Jeff. 
don't go just yet. We've got bloopers coming up. Before we get to those, we just want to say that if you head over to astridjeff.com, you can find transcripts and full chapters of this podcast. Even more, you can find the unedited draft of Nadek at least up to 15 chapters further than a podcast goes. So, if you're keen to know how the story continues, you have the option to go and read. Find us on Twitter at Astrid Jeff and at Nadek and Kitty. If you like this show and would like to support it, a good way to do that is share it around to everyone you know. An even better way is to rate and review it on iTunes or whichever podcatcher you use. Don't forget to follow the show or subscribe for free. She'd been flying for a good 20 minutes, carrying Nadek away. Let's make it half an hour, hey? Eh? Uh... She'd been flying for a good half an hour, carrying Nadek away from, 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 from Vani. That's, that's not good. <laughs> Nadek let herself drop as well. Grass softened. This is badly edited. What have you been doing? Okay. Nadek was sure they'd been iridescent. Iridescent, disgruntled. Fuck. <sighs> the fuck was that? Brett Pattern. That I think that just sounds stupid. Let's try that voice again. It's easier to go with the deeper voices than with the prim voices. Why did I describe that voice like that? Ah. Oh. Ah. Okay. It must have been a dragon. <laughs> It must have been hiding a dragon. It must it must have been hiding a dragon. Huh? A deeper, rumbling voice cut in. Quiet. No. It, it must have been hiding a dragon. That's silly. It must have been hiding a dragon. No, that's a slurp. Neda closed her eyes, annoyed that her sips. She could only skip from the other realm to Earth and vice versa. Vice versa. I don't know. Vice versa? Vice versa? If she was such a treat. If she was such a threat to them.